Welcome back to another Gear in Review. This is Bobby Ratu and what is going on? I guess we got to actually, do we have to do that thing? Okay. Well, guess what? We need to give a shout out to the big and awesome one and only touchpoint.health. They are the network where all our stuff is hosted. It is not touchpoint.com. It is touchpoint.health. Go check them out. Lots of podcasts, lots of things to listen to. So anyway, want to jump in this week. We are super excited about something that isn't necessarily about our product, but is like a continuum for us. We are going into a place where we're becoming, from a production standpoint, where we're working with clients in very mobile, portable situations where we're helping them capture content, tell quick stories, rich stories in a very efficient and effective manner. And so we're trying to move further and further away from the dependency of using electrical cords into plugs while on shoots. And so we have found ourselves in many situations like this where it has forced us to think about this. Um, We do so much production, especially inside hospitals, where you have to be portable. You know, if you are going to work on a video or content collection project in the emergency department or in any type of physician practice, it you have to shut down their business when you start dragging cords. Wouldn't you say, Mark? I mean, have you been in situations where we have been in places by just merely getting extension cords out? We they have to shut down certain areas, which really shut down their business. Yeah, especially for healthcare work when you're in hospital and you have patients coming in and out. Unless it's some sort of project that the expectations of it is that they're going to close off the floor just for that project for that day, which is very rare. Most of the projects we do, the hospital is actively working that day. So it's really important to be as portable as possible, to pivot when we need to, get out of patient's way when we need to, but still uh, maintain the integrity of the project. Yeah, and and to to play off that a little bit, we even carry, make sure that every client that we're working with, we are carrying their patient release forms so that if we happen to come up on a an area that we want to capture footage and that patient is right there, we can pull the release form out so they can sign it so that we can capture it. And we so with that, we don't need, we have to be able to pick up lights, the camera and run off batteries. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. yeah. As we venture down this uh And then also the other situation would you, I say, is children. We do a lot of projects where we involve capturing footage of children in dentist offices or playgrounds or inside of a uh, a special schoolroom setting where there might be children with disabilities. And dragging cords around to capture footage and light is not practical, wouldn't you say? I mean, it, it's an, it's more of a hazard. Yeah, especially in situations like that, it, it does present a hazard. So. Yeah, and so, yeah, and so the point of this podcast today, and I know we're, it's taking a second to get into it, is we're going to talk about batteries. batteries. Lots of batteries. A big, huge battery. And, well, and even different batteries, too. Um, 
So the first move that we made was buy lighting that had uh, that used LED lighting that was more efficient that we could put batteries on, and then also use have really good um, cameras that have really efficient batteries for them. And so now we're even in when we got to pull out lights and that need to be recharged or we want to run them off power we're using a battery and what we're talking about today is a big fat suitcase battery and this is not on the market yet but it will be soon we have a um a relationship with ryobi where every now and then their engineers let us test products to see what we think about them and so they are letting us test this ryobi battery pack that looks like a suitcase. Wouldn't you say it's about the size of a suitcase? Yeah, and I'm glad you used the word efficiency a while ago when talking about batteries. Because when it comes to efficiency, this is about as big as you can get without needing some sort of apparatus to carry it. Right. You can carry well, I would say it's like a it's like your dad's briefcase. Remember the old it's a really heavy briefcase. Yeah, you remember the briefcases that had the combinations on the side that you opened? This is about that size, but it's a lot heavier than your dad's briefcase, unless... Yes, yes. We don't even know how much it's going to cost when it hits the consumer. We probably will. But what it has on it, this is really cool. So this battery, it's green for Ryobi. It has an LED light on it. It has four USB ports to charge two USB-C ports to charge, and four 120-volt AC plug uh, plug-ins for charging or to power. And this battery um, case has allowed us to do a couple things. So let's walk through the scenarios. The first scenario that we did is we had a three-camera shoot in a hospital where we had four LED lights two of which we could um, put batteries and AC power on. And we had to make sure that all the cords were in one little area so people could walk through. And we pulled this guy out and we plugged it in, the two uh, two LCD lights and one camera into it. And we used it for over two hours. And it does a lot of things at one time, too. Like, we not yeah now when people think about these these types of power plant type of apparatuses they think about a generator oh it's going to be loud you know we're gonna it's not going to work um, I think back to the days when I was working in television broadcast production, we would go out to fields to shoot promos and we'd take the live trucks that had generators on them and run battery run power off of those. But you had to drive the the live truck down the road a good bit and run 200 feet of, of uh, AC uh, power cable in order to be able to shoot something where you didn't hear the generator. You know, this, you can't hear it. Yeah, it's a lot quieter. It's kind of cool. The other thing that's 
I have used it for is I was having to go drive, take a five hour trip um, after a uh, an all day shoot to be ready the next morning to shoot again. Well, in a workflow process, you can't really charge your batteries until you get to the hotel or you get it a little inverter to plug in to your your car, but it only can do so much. So what did I do? I had to recharge two camera sets of camera batteries. Then I had to recharge the batteries for the LCD lights, the LED lights, and I had to recharge the batteries for the drone and for the um, for the gimbal. And so what did I do? I pulled this out in the back of my SUV. And I plugged everything into it. So I plugged the chargers in for it and for the batteries, for the cameras. Um, I used the uh, USB cables to charge the drone batteries. I used the uh, 120 volt um, plug-ins for the, uh, the other batteries for um, all the different components, including the, uh, the gimbal. And it allowed me to keep my drive going while I'm charging it and use the inverter inside my car for one more item. And so going down the road, I was allowed to do this. And what's awesome, it acts as an inverter. So I could even plug it in and not use the battery, plug it into my car because it has one 120-volt outlet and run everything off it and not drain the battery as well. Yeah. It, so it, it, there's so many applications for this thing for it to be such a, a relatively simple device. Yeah, the other thing it does for us is when we go on production shoots, um, we typically carry everything in the back of an SUV or a couple SUVs. We have small carts that we load everything into that is already like the cameras are set up, the lights are set up, it's got the tripods and everything in them. And which allows us to pull the carts around a hospital or around a place that we're doing all these shoots. And we throw this battery pack in there and it allows us to charge as we're drive, rolling around if we need to. So if we've been in on a shoot all day and we've run through batteries, we can pull this guy out and just plug in and start charging again as we're mobile going from place to place. Typically, when we've gone into production shoots, we've had to get like a staging place, a room. And it wasn't to leave equipment, but it was to charge batteries, you know? Yeah. So um, that has helped us a lot. 
Um, we've also tested this thing on a couple lights, haven't we? Like a 1K light and a couple 250 and 500K lights. Yeah, so for scaled up production, sometimes you do break out the soft boxes. Yep. They create a beautiful, nice, soft light for your production, but they also require quite a bit of juice. Yep. It's not like some of our portable lights. We just throw a battery on there and we're up and running. These guys, uh, you know, they're a little bit more of a setup. You've got big drop cords they work with. Uh, we tested it out with this, and it kept them running all of them for what, like three or four hours? Well, so the 250s. Um, ran for a couple hours. We put a couple 250s on there. We tested one 1K light on it, a tungsten light, and it only kept it up. It ran it for one solid hour. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but this light is like industry level. Big. You could light a construction site with this thing. Yes, it was a true 1K tungsten light. And it um, it was an Ari uh, light that could really just do what we needed to do in a setting, and it ran for one hour. And I have to say, after we tested that light, we were so intrigued, we decided to plug a vacuum cleaner. We did. And I managed to vacuum, or I could have vacuumed for about 20 minutes, I think. Yes. We're talking about some serious juice there. Yes, that vacuum cleaner did pretty good on that thing. So... This has been a really good tool for us. Um, the other thing that we are using, too, is other batteries to charge batteries. For instance, Ryobi has their 18-volt and 40-volt solutions for you know many of your uh, different uh, outside tools, like your uh, trimmer or your weed eater. They also have a little inverter to plug those batteries into that have a 120-volt out and also uh, a um, USB out so you can take those batteries and use them you know if you want to charge your phone off of it or if you want to charge you want to play some music these two little solutions Ryobi's coming up with to leverage your current battery systems in order to run other uh, other devices in a mobile sense and then also one thing that I've gotten that I've got been intrigued about is this it's called blaver b-l-a-v-o-r i'm going to put it in the notes this is a solar powered battery pack that is about the size of my iphone 11 pro max it's a little bit bigger and it's three times as thick it has a solar uh, panel on one side of it and then it has the electronic charger on the other side for uh for electronic charging and then it also has um, USB ports on it. And I tested this, this sounds kind of crazy, at Disney World for a week. I strapped it to the back of my backpack and allowed the solar pa- power from the sun hit it and keep it charged. And I was able to charge my family's phones all week long at the parks uh, off of this battery pack. And it used the solar power to, uh, to power it, to keep it charged. So we are starting to find more and more battery packs that we're using for our production and also a lot of the mobile stuff that we're doing in order us, for us to be flexible and mobile for our clients. Um, so a lot of fun here. Big shout out to our friends at Ryobi too for allowing us to test this. Um, looking forward, we're going to post a picture of it in the notes, but looking forward to them releasing it to the public. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Yes, I love it too. Well, this is another gear review. Uh, thanks so much for everything. As always, this is Bobby Ratu. Y'all have a good week. <laughs>